E-S-N-Y. Fifteen and by eighteen, I think we'll finally address the fact that Glaber's, you know, single-handedly. Well, not single-handedly because Gary's doing it too. But they're each single-handedly beating the piss out of the Orioles. Like they don't need any, but they don't even need each other on the team. If it was just them at bat all the time, I think they'd still win that game. Shit! Why can't we keep the ball in the ballpark pitching? Oh, I thought that was going to be Trey Mancini. I fucking hate Trey Mancini. He's the only. He's the only person on the Orioles that's actually like good. He's hitting over 300, which is absurd. How, why is someone on the Orioles hitting over 300? And why is he hitting over 400 in the first inning? That's a number. I don't like doing numbers. But um, that's ridiculous. That's run, I guess. Of his career? Well, the attendant came down, so I don't know what that's about. Ah, I say that's a really happy couple right there who are going to go meet a bunch of people I'll never hear from again after this game. I think that was a father and son. Was it? Well, well, I'm all the way over here. I don't see too well. Sure. Either way, the highlight of them was it a father and son? Yeah. Yeah. Not that it matters. The highlight of them catching that home run ball is going to be meeting Trey Mancini. That's pretty upsetting. I wonder if you could negotiate a deal where you go across the hall. Or like, yeah, I caught your first career home run. That's great. I'd love to meet the Orioles. But what I really want is to go across the hall and maybe meet some people who are actually Major League Baseball players. That's an oh, ugly glove. That's a cool moment. Cool moment. Ugly glove. It's a bad color. I don't like crazy colored gloves. Like uh, like Pedro Martinez's glove. I was just about to say that. so red. I fucking hated that glove. Maybe it's because I hated Pedro, and that's what made me hate the color of the gloves. Um, all right. Today is Wednesday, May twenty second, episode fifteen. It's twenty second, right? Yeah. Yeah. Episode fifteen of the Bleacher Creatures Yankees Bobby podcast. Eating. Yeah. This is another week where we have not changed the name, uh, so we'll try again next week. Uh, presented by Elite Sports New York. I mean, we're just beating the piss out of the Orioles right now, and it's embarrassing for them. I don't. Oh, oh Jesus! No. Is that Cameron. a hit? Yikes. This is this is the second time that we've recorded during a Yankees game. So we usually record with a game on. So we're always just kind of noticing oh, what's dude, on the TV. Next Wednesday is David Cohn baseball card day. Really? Yeah. You want to do a live podcast from the stadium on David Cohn baseball day? I don't know. Can you, get, can you, get, can you take a day off? Because it's at 105. <laughs> uh, for David Cohn baseball day, I'll take the whole week off. That doesn't make any sense. They're playing a one o'clock game. Is it a getaway day? Might be away, but even no. But I mean, it, oh, it's a game. No, no, it's home. It's home. It's home. It's a one o'clock game, and then but they're playing the Padres. Yeah, that's is that the London series? No, that can't be. No, there's got to be a day off ahead of that. Yeah, I don't get because we're home again the next day, so it's not a getaway day for us because we're at home for that whole week. Yeah, I don't know, but anywho, back to back to the the Orioles and. The minor league team that they have in that stadium right now. Yeah, it's it's absurd. I 
just stop pitching to Gary and Glaber. I don't understand. The Lindsay, Lindsay Adler's been tweeting it all night. And she just doesn't get it. She's in the press box. She's with the beat reporter for the athletic. And she's, I feel like she's just actually walk the screaming. Guys. Yeah, I feel like she's actually screaming in the uh, box. No one's there, so she Don't can probably scream down the field. Like, just walk them. Yeah. Please just walk them. Oh, she can't have a rooting interest. She's got to be biased or unbiased. Well, but. what's the stat? What, however many multi-home run games Glaber has this year, they're all against the Orioles. I think what they say he has. I think Gary like has 15 home runs, and eight of them now are against the Orioles. And I believe Glaber has like 10 or 11. And I think and like also, seven of them are I think like the seven Orioles. or eight of them are against the Orioles. That's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just, it's it's not fair. It's it's bad for baseball. Also, something for Yankees Twitter. All of you Gary Sanchez haters, show yourselves. You <laughs> cowards. You cowards. He's Where the playing. fuck you at now? Did they just hit another fucking home run? CeCe, oh, Jesus Christ. Bitch. This is a game now. Is this six? It's sixth inning, right? Um, Top five? No, it can't be. Bottom, bottom five? Fifth. Oh, he's got to get one more out, man. You can't. Oh, we're, he's going for 250 wins still. You got to just get him to the finish line. That's 250 wins is the new 300 wins because nobody's ever going to go that far again. Like, nobody's going to get collapse, 300 wins. Charles, I'm going to be pissed. But back to what I was saying all the Gary Sanchez people, show yourselves right now. I want JT Real Muto. JT get out Real of my Muto face sucks. With that. Get out of my face with that. Are you kidding me? Dude, they were so, get so out of dumb. Here. So dumb. Unbelievable. Let's you want to let's, uh, let's flip him for prospects. Oh, get the fuck out of here! He is out. He's here. young. He's not even. He's what? Twenty seven now? Like Twenty six? He's a child. Oh shit! Oh no! Oh no! Is that back to back home runs? Oh no! Look at that! Oh, that's great hustle by that kid. He's going one hundred and ten percent of that ball. God. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, let's do a little check-in on JT Realmuto's stats compared to Gary Sanchez. Well, I'm not going to compare them because I want to do the numbers. But JT's hitting 274. It's not bad. It's not bad. The slugging percentage is not nearly what Gary Sanchez's is. Uh, K rate, 20%. I mean, they're not bad numbers. But again, Gary Sanchez this year, especially against it's the Orioles. 27. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb. Jesus. Yankees Twitter, man. Something awesome. else about Yankees Twitter has me really mad today, too. Go for uh, it. I Go think for it. It might, it might be the same thing. Are you about to talk about the people who are nervous about Aaron Judge and John Carlos? Yes, Hansen? yes. That's exactly back to what team. I was going to talk like, about. Such Fucking an outrageous idiots. take. They're like, you know what? I don't want him to come back. I don't want a top five. I mean, I think we could argue top five player in baseball and Aaron Judge to oh, come yeah. back to my line. He was the runner-up in the MVP two years ago. Yeah. They're like, you know what? He strikes out too much. Strikes out too much. Dude, he is clearly the most important person on this team. You guys are lunatics. Fucking lunatics. Hey, you know what it is? That's why this is my favorite saying that I learned like two weeks ago. And I'm going to use it all the time. It's if you listen to the people in the nosebleeds, you're going to be sitting with them sometime soon. That's why they're in the nosebleeds. That's why Brian Cashman runs the Yankees and you tweet about the Yankees. Because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know. You're just an idiot with a phone. The internet is a curse. And everyone's like, you know what? Maybe keep Didi and everybody else out for a little while. Like, no, get the fuck out of like, here. Get out of here. I'm like, fine. listen, there's no I'm need to rush it back. Their time. Yeah, yeah, take your time. Get but right. the morons that are like, I don't know if I want Aaron Judge back in the lineup because he strikes out too much. Oh, shut get out of here. Oh, I think oh, I know the God. exact tweet that you're talking about, too. I think we saw this exact same tweet. I feel like we both, I don't know if you responded to it. I definitely responded to it or quote tweeted or something and being like, all right, I've had enough of Twitter today. This I've had. I try to not get the it. trenches, but 
I hate. I don't want to get in the trenches. Some of you people, man, it's unbelievable. There are some some things that people say is just like, all right, I have no choice. I need to. I need to address this for my own sanity. Oh Christ, CC. Bro, just get one more out, man. Out. Oh, let's go. Gundam. Get him, Brett Gardner. Who knew Brett still had that in the bag? Not me. Not me. I mean, Aaron Hicks has got him halfway down the third baseline, but who knew that was still in the bag? Thank God. So now CC's in line for the win if they can hold on. Was it 7-6 now? 7-5 still. 7-5. Okay, because that solo homer went foul. Thank God. Um, but, okay, getting back to what well, we were talking about, CC Sabathia going for 250 wins, which is the new 300. If the Yankees hold on tonight, he'll get 249. So he's one, one win away from the new 300, which is the big Hall of Fame mark. And along the same lines of pitchers not being what they used to be, I found out today Domingo Herman has an innings limit. Yeah. I just I can't believe this wasn't addressed prior. Like when we really relied on him to start every day, and when he was just dominating, nobody thought to be like, this guy's never thrown more than 120 innings in a single season. No, so we're going to see what he's made of. You know, obviously nowadays with the stats and everything like that and all the contracts there's always innings limits kind of built in or they kind of monitor it a lot more than they used to so if depending on the race you know we may not see them for a while or you know there may be a little uh tingle fingers instant a little il stint here or there yes, something like some that. fake dl stints you yep. know what i it concerns me a lot because he's skinny he's really skinny he's like chris sale it's just like you throw yeah, really how hard old is he again he's stuff. like how old is he i want to say off the top of my head i want to say 25 I think so. So he's young still. Yeah, he's still young. And I'm sure if they had planned on getting him that stretched out where you could rely on him for... Uh, he's 26. So if you if they were planning on getting him so stretched out that you could rely on him to be a starter for the entire year, maybe you get him prepared for like 160. But everyone, all the pitchers went down. And he's just been dominating. So what are you supposed to do? You can't not have I mean, him yeah. pitch because you need him really badly right now. But you also have to figure out a way to start taking care of his arm. Because if you look down the season, he's already at 55 innings. I mean, we're in May, and he's halfway to the highest number of innings he's ever pitched. There's a lot of season left. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a concern. What are they looking at now? Oh, boy. Anytime they put that. Are they reviewing blocking the plate? No. That's absurd. That, this guy, he's just holding on to anything. What is, what is their manager's name? Uh, Hyde? Klein. Hyde, yeah. Um, he's just grasping on to anything now. Why is that blocking the plate? I, I don't know. The rule is so dumb anyway, I have no idea. He, he had a path to the plate there. Gary had the ball in his glove right there. Oh, man. I think we're good. I, I'm going to say we're good. I don't think you that's... I think so. I don't think that but gets But that's who I think it is, isn't it? No, are you? Is it Angel Hernandez? I can't tell because this guy. Cece no, would not be pitching today if Angel Hernandez was on the crew. Cece oh, hates that guy. Oh, oh, everyone hates him. No, Cece in particular hates hates Angel Hernandez. He called him out last year, and surprisingly, like Hernandez actually had a pretty decent game behind the plate for that Cece start. So it was kind of he lost and he was upset about it and he had to apologize for it the next day. But for the most part, Angel Hernandez is just the most the, the blindest person that's maybe ever lived. And CC knows it and he calls him out for it because, you know, CC is an absolute lunatic when he's on the mound. Yeah, savage. 
Um, staying, well, let's stay with the pitchers because Jay Hat, he might be bad. He might be really bad. It's very concerning. Yeah. He uh, can't he was, keep, he, I mean, not, not that CC's doing much better on this specific year topic, but they, he can't, is, he can't keep the ball CC's in the ballpark. First, like, bad one. Well, I'm just saying, the problem's keeping the ball in the ballpark. I feel yeah. like CC's given up. How many home runs has CC given up? I feel like it's a solid amount. I feel like every time Jay Happ comes out, he's given up at least two home runs. And it's not good. Yeah. Well, Jay, Jay Happ's always been a fly ball pitcher, and then all of a sudden this year, he's not throwing as hard, and those fly balls. They're not going to, too high. They're yeah. not going high enough. No, they're not going high enough. It's too high. Too high. Too high. They got to go. You got to get the ball higher. Bad arc. Launch angle is everything. Yep. Uh, James Paxton might be coming back soon. That's, you know, that's, I mean, that's huge. If we can get him back in the lineup uh, or in the rotation, I think with the way Herman's pitching, I could see a scenario where Jay Happ gets moved to the bullpen at some point this year down the stretch. Maybe if, if we do get that, oh, big yeah, guy absolutely. Else, that's, yeah. I, how do you you can't take Domingo Herman out of the rotation because he's the favorite. If the if the season ended right now, I think he'd win the Cy Young. He's I, eight and one under three ERA. I think he wins nine the Cy one. Young. Nine and one. Oh, did he win? He pitched yesterday. His win yesterday was his ninth win. Yeah, nine and one. That makes sense. Major so, league leading. He. I mean, he probably wins the Cy Young. So you obviously can't put him back in the bullpen because that's just a waste. No, oh, here's consensus greatest hitter of all time, DJ Mayhew. Grounds out the third. Yeah, but it was a hard grounder. So <laughs> consensus greatest hitter of all time. He hit the ball. He didn't strike out. That's great. I can't. If I had a dollar for every single time I called DJ Mayhew the consensus greatest hitter of all time on Twitter, I think I'd have enough money to not do this. I think I could, you'd have about twenty bucks. No, I've done it a lot. Okay. 20 bucks is probably what we're getting paid for this. So sick. Yeah, sick. Um, David Hale came up yesterday and got a four inning save, which you just you don't see that anymore. Cause yeah, the, the, the one rule that nobody knows about. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite rule. The four inning save. You just you didn't actually do anything impressive at all. You just threw strikes. You just happened to throw them for four innings. And it's like, all right, let's give this guy a little something to commemorate him. They gave him the championship. They have a they have a little prize for the player of the game that the players give out. We had all these home runs and we did all these great things, and they gave it to David Hale for having a four inning save. Yeah, it was a nice move on that part. Nice move. It must have been an Aaron Judge decision. Um, I mean, we beat the ever living piss out of Tampa this weekend too, on Sunday. So that's fun. Yeah, lost a tight lot one. of runs. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I really like when we score a lot of runs. 13 runs was the most Tampa's given up all year, which is crazy. And who did we see? We saw Morton, right? Yeah, we beat up. We beat up on Morton. Yeah, I gotta look at. I gotta look at the box score really quick. Um, why is the losing pitcher not? No, it must have been late. It must have been late. We started adding all these runs. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head. Yeah, Morton. Yeah, we, we got seven, him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we got him for three earned, five total, two home runs off him. That's great. Um, did, yeah, Gardner had a home run. Allison made another reaction video. I know. So, I saw. She wasn't crying, so. No. So I guess Brett's still on the cold seat. Yeah. He'll come around. Uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox are. I still don't know when the London series actually is. Do you know when it is? I feel like it's next month or upcoming. I feel like it's upcoming soon. Yeah. I feel like we've been talking about it for. I mean, since since they announced it last year, I feel like I've been talking about it nonstop. 
and the field came out. Like we know the dimensions of the field now. We're playing on a turf field. Both it's, teams uh, are winning. June. It's in a month, June 29th and June 28th. June 29th. Okay, so it's on a turf field in London. It's 385 feet to center field, which is not far at all. Like, no, it's going to be a slugfest out there. Yeah, well, I guess that's what you want. Uh, and then 330 to the to the poles. And here's the worst part of the whole thing. It's 330, 330, and 385. Yeah. Jesus. It's, no, it's God. a literal little league park. Shit, I could hit a home run there. But here's the worst part of the whole thing. Both teams are wearing white. Yeah, I don't understand why they did that. Uh, why don't you just have Boston has really good red jerseys? Why don't they just wear the red jersey? Both teams are away, I guess. I mean, I don't. But I don't. What if? But the what Yankees, if you're no, the Yankees, the Yankees home jerseys white. What so if I you're don't... in the high seat? This is a mission to spread the game of baseball. What if you're in the high seats? So they declared both teams home. No, I. It's. That's what I'm saying. They're both wearing their home jerseys. So why are they? I don't get it. I know. It's not making any sense to me. They're technically Red Sox home games, I believe, because. Yeah, Brian it took away, it, it took away didn't want to lose games. the revenue. Yeah. So I'm sure there was some kind of deal where the Red Sox are going to make up some of that money, but I think they're technically Red Sox home games, which would be fine, except, you know, these are your two premier teams. You want the Yankees and the pinstripes because that's what they're famous for. And I don't, I know. I think the, it's just going to confuse people. When that's it. what I'm saying. You're sitting in the upper decks. This is the first time you've ever seen a baseball game in your entire life. Are you they going to make all the Red seconds. Sox players wear their Red Sox and like pull their shorts up so it's. So it's clear. There has to be some kind of identifier. It's the Yankees and the Red Sox. You know some, some kind of British person is going to be like, why do they call the Red Sox and they're not wearing red why socks? Do, why do they spell it so weird? Like, Jesus, now we got to explain this whole thing. Is that how Americans spell socks? I don't understand. Um, I don't know either. Yeah, stupid. Um, this is just a personal note. Uh, WFAN, I have their alerts on for all the news that I get. It comes no less than 45 minutes later than all the rest of the news. It's fantastic. Mike Francesa, I'm sure, is a big part of running that show. Uh, like he's he's got to be in the upper meetings. He just doesn't care about actually getting the news out. It comes 45 oh, God, minutes no. late every single time. It's incredible. I relive the worst news of my day, like John Carlos Stan going down for seven. Dude, to it's 10 almost more summertime. He works about 10 percent of the time during the summer. Oh yeah, and he's got his own studio and home. There's no he doesn't do he doesn't do shit. That's right. He records from home every day, right? Yeah, uh, he does the mics app from home. I know. I don't know if he's ever in the studio. I don't know enough about WFAN to say that. No, he does the the mics app, and everything's all the same thing. Oh, he's doing it all the I, same. I app. believe he does it all out of his house. Okay, because I was gonna, I was gonna say, I know. I don't think he would. He would have came back if he had if he, to go to work. He had to leave day. his house. Yeah. When's the last time you think Francesca saw the sun? Well, he's a big golf guy, so. Mm. But. Huge I mean, golf guy. You didn't hear him brag about having dinner with Phil Mickelson. That's true. I was gonna say he's pretty rich. Yeah, if I was, if I was a rich golf rich. guy, dude, I was loaded. Yeah, I know. Loaded. If I was a rich golf guy, I would just put one of the simulators in my house. Even Joe Beningo, Joe Beningo, who does uh, the late morning show, I guess you call it, or mid. I don't know. You know uh, CMB is the midday, uh-huh. so I don't know. I guess whatever I'm, the the ten to one slot is, late morning. I guess. Joe Beningo's like on the golf course every day too. It must just be like an older person radio host thing. Well, that's why they're forty-five minutes late to all the scoops. How much do you think a golf simulator is? Oh, I have one at work. You have one at work? We have one in our warehouse. Yeah. How much is it? I think it's pretty hefty, from what I understand. Hefty, like if we really saved for like two. Oh months, no! We like we can up we on get, that wall over there. No, like I could buy one right now, but I don't have the justification to spend like two grand on a golf simulator. 
I mean, this is the just we're having the justification conversation right now. This is what we're doing. No, <laughs> you don't want to get a golf simulator. Where are we putting it? We put it up against that wall and we just hit balls okay, over there. Great. We have, you have to a, move the you poster. Have project, you have a projector. Do we need a projector? How do you think it gets onto the, the mat? I don't know, man. I've never had one. Like, I'm pretty sure the thing we got is just like a golf ball. We can get the projector up here. You screw it into the kitchen cabinets. Yeah. And we'll just have the screen over there. And that's what we'll do. We'll come home from work and we'll stop doing this podcast because all we're going to be doing is hitting golf balls into the wall. Yeah, we haven't set it up yet, but I'm very excited. It's just been sitting there taunting me for a couple of months. That's awesome. We'll finally get back at the guys upstairs who are always making so much noise. We'll get back at them. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> oh, my phone, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, my computer dinged. <laughs> Holy crap. It looked like it freaked you out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about the stuff that the Yankees are winning, so there's nothing interesting to talk about, really. There's really nothing controversial to talk about besides this game right now. Yeah, besides uh, Giancarlo Stanton out with a calf injury now. That guy's... Yeah, well, the thing is, this is what, what bothers, is this is what bothers me about this. Like, I think Hub said the same thing from Barstool. Like, wh- how does this cat? I, I get he got hit by a pitch or whatnot, and but it was an extended spring training game that he got hit in. Yeah, and it it wasn't like it was yesterday or something like that. It was like last week, a week and a half ago, and now all of a sudden. Well, he played yesterday. He played a, yes or no? He was supposed I know, to he's be in the lineup yesterday. He yeah, he's played supposed two to days play, ago, but he's been playing. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden it was, it got tight, it barked on him. I'm like I'm just not buying it. Yeah, well it's just preposterous. Like this is this is a perfect transition into the first thing I want to talk about when we check in to the Crosstown Mets. What in God's name is a non-horse? What does that mean? I forgot we haven't spoken about this yet. A non-horse. I saw like one of the best tweets I saw was like yeah like Cespedes on the phone with the. Uh, he's like it was a non-horse and then like brody like pretends to cover up the cell phone he turns to fred wilpon he's like it's a non-horse it's okay <laughs> <laughs> like he said it's a non-horse the whole Why contract thing i'm guessing the contract thing turned out not to be true um because i'm i'm sure someone would have dug it up already but again we don't know the specifics of it so who knows yeah. but if you don't know this that there are there are some contracts the way they're structured in major league baseball that if an injury happens or whatnot to the player that and they get bought out of a contract or something like that and the contract's null and void, that the agent on the signing contract has to forfeit a large sum of the commission. The agent on Ioannis Cespedes' contract is none other than Brody Van GM. Like, this is just... Unbelievable. Like, it's, what, like, it's just a clusterfuck over there. I don't understand it. I imagine it's, every time we like everyone was like it would be a non-issue. Remember, everyone was saying coming in, it's gonna be a non-issue. You know, he doesn't represent these oh, guys it's a anymore. Huge issue. But it, it was just, an he, issue immediately with Degrom. It was it immediately just, it an just issue. like keeps coming back to it immediately with Degrom, and now it's with Todd Frazier because Todd Frazier stinks. First of all, I and can't all believe doing, no one saw all he's doing is fight with Adam Eaton. Like, like that's how boring your teams that's are. The weirdest Adam piece. Eaton and Todd Frazier are fighting each other. Can you explain that? I have no idea what's going on. Oh, because they used to play together in Chicago. Yeah, I knew that. I don't and know where the beat comes from, though. Well, apparently they just hated each other in there, and that's all it was. But that then, you, did you not see what Ozzie Guillen said? No. I, Adam Eaton has to retire. Like, there's no other, there's no other choice. Had Ozzie Guillen on whatever television station he was on for whatever he does baseball for, 
<laughs> like they were talking about it. And all Ozzy said was, Adam, all I know is no one liked you in the Chicago clubhouse. Oh. No one liked you when you were there. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Dude, you can't Ozzie. have that. You can't no. have that. But I mean, Ozzy's never going to manage ever again. So no. that's not really a thing. It's but, one it's one thing to be like, yeah, no, like this person they really didn't like about you. They didn't like you. They talked about you behind your back all the time. It's another thing to be like, every single person in this room fucking hates you. Yeah, I didn't understand why Ozzy went out of his way to say that. It didn't make any sense. Adam it's just like he it, saw his window. It's you know, Adam Eaton probably supported Chris Sale with the Drake Roots whole thing. You know, Adam Roach always brought his kid around. That is and like crazy. That. I forget about. It. Nobody like, talks hey, about that. Chris a psycho. Nobody talks about that. Well, I guess when you want people, if you want, you want out of Chicago so bad, you start picking on the six-year-old. Yeah, you're I like, fuck that kid. He's getting more privileges <laughs> than me. Hell no. Unbelievable. This kid just gets to walk around, hang out with pros, and he doesn't even have to work. It's unbelievable. I just, I need to know, why did he say non-horse? Why was non-horse the specifier? Again, I, I'm not buying any of it. So, I know, but why would you someone say was, Someone was like, he was definitely a region for a, like a pack of like hidden marbred somewhere on his ranch. Like he told like his significant <laughs> other or whatnot that he quit smoking. So he had to like sneak a cigarette and like he reached <laughs> up a little too far and like fell off a stool or something like that. Yeah, but why wouldn't you say that? Be like, I fell off a stool in my home. Why do you have to say, oh, this was a non-horse incident? If you're going to lie, why is non-horse your go-to? If it's a giant ostrich. I think we're okay. Like, like he just has ostriches running around everywhere. Ostracy, I have no idea. Yeah. We're gonna have to look into Yona Cespedes's ranch. Maybe we're it's a giraffe. Like, who on. knows what he was riding? That's what it is. He's got all these exotic animals that are illegal to keep his pets on his ranch, and he called the he called into the Mets, and he's like, I don't know. I think Brody might snitch on me if I told him I fell off a rhinoceros. Because what they're saying is he stepped in a ditch. I gotta see this ditch. Yeah, it must be a hell of a I ditch. I gotta see this that ditch, ditch better be the grand fucking I stepped canyon. in a couple of holes in my life. I mean, for God's sakes, clean Mike fell in the hole that used to be Kelly's before when it burnt down, <laughs> and he was fine. He fell in a giant crater, and nothing. he ruined his suit. But like, <laughs> I never thought we'd have a clean Mike reference on this yeah, podcast. But like, Yo just is walking around his ranch, and there's just a giant hole somewhere, and he just breaks his ankle. I feel if it's your ranch, you probably know where the holes are, though. I feel like you should just have this. Is the it's a really complicated case of a fraudulent claim for workers' comp. He did this to himself. He took like a small hammer and just chipped he's away all the way there playing. And he was like, "Fuck this! Yeah, I'm not coming back." But it's unbelievable. This is maybe the worst he's contract like, who, of all time. He's like, "Who the hell is Keon Broxton? I am getting the hell out of here." <laughs> Speaking of Keon Broxton. Uh, I, the first thing I wrote down about him, we're going to mention him twice this week because that's just the week that Keon Broxton had. The first thing he did was strike out with the bases loaded to end the game, and a fan, Venmo, requested him $100 for striking out, and he paid it. You can't do that. I kind of like it. No, you can't do that. I mean, you can't do it because now everyone's just going to Venmo request him. Exactly. But why is his demo even public? I don't know. Keon Broxton is not exactly raking in money to be. Uh, Mets fans are insane. Once they find out what his Venmo is, they're going to be Venmo requesting him for every strikeout, no matter what. He's just going to. His phone's going to blow up. Well, He's got to get well, rid of Mets Venmo. Fans, Mets fans aren't Venmoing him for strikeouts anymore. No, because now he now plays on the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles. What is, could you imagine? You're playing for the Mets. Like, like, your it life just goes from sucking to suckier. 
Yeah, it can't possibly get worse. I'm on the New York Mets. We're losing baseball. The oh, New, New York hates us. Right What's up? This guy's going to run. Oh, they're ready. Tommy Tight Pants, man. Tom, I'm so glad Tommy Tight Pants is good again. That's such a huge, a huge boost when, now that we don't have Dellen. Just have him being good again. I'm really not understanding playing Morales at first and having Void DH. I don't know. I don't understand. This I don't guy's know still going. He's still running. Yeah. I don't know enough about Morales as a player to be. Oh, he faked it. He just, I think he just got a bad jump and he was like, I can't go on this one. Brett does that all the time. Brett does that all the time. He'll take like three steps. Brett slowly realizes that it's every single time he tries to steal. And he's like, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm not 27 anymore. Like, this is a lot harder than I remember it being. Uh, So back to Keon Broxton. He plays for the Orioles now, which is the only situation maybe ever that's worse than being on the Mets. Because I know the Mets aren't the worst team in the league. But at least, like, nobody goes to Marlins games. So nobody's watching you stink. The Orioles is like, there's a healthy amount of Orioles fans. And I'm sure the tickets are really cheap. People are going to go watch Keon Broxton stink in Baltimore and just go down. A lot as one of, of eyes most, on him. Yeah. And it's, it's a shame. It's a great baseball name. It's like Byron Buxton. He it's was a also great one of Brody's name. like big moves. He's yeah, like, oh, I bought Seattle. this guy got in. from Seattle. I in bought in this guy and he sucks. That's, I feel like people do that way too often now where they see a trade come down and they're like, you know, this is clearly the big name, but this guy. This is the real piece right here. Like, we did that when we got... Jed Lowry, too? Yeah, well, keeping on the topic of Tommy Canely, when we got Todd Frazier and David Robertson in that trade, we were like, oh, these two guys, these are these are dudes. These are household names. Everybody knows these guys. And then on the low, we were like, Tommy Canely's really the guy we wanted. Tommy Tight Pants gasses. And he stopped drinking Red Bull. Got tight pants on, yeah. Um, I mean, the Mets want Mickey Calloway fired as fuck. I've never seen a person more cooked than Mickey Calloway is right now. Yeah, they're probably he's if I forget who they have coming up. I mean, they just got swept by the Marlins. I don't think they scored a single run during that. I believe they got shut. I believe they got shut out the entire series. That's really bad. You can't have that. Um, that that could be wrong. Um, I'll I'll look it up. Back checking it right now. Yeah, but you can't have that. You can't. I mean, you just can't lose. Yeah, to the no, him. And, I think the two managers to go this season, the first two are going to be um, Callaway for Callaway sure. and Mar- and Martinez in uh, Washington. Washington, yeah, I think that's a good. Bulls in the NL East, but it's just he. I, I, I didn't. I didn't see the whole Cano incident. I guess he just wasn't hustling or whatnot. And, he was do- and we know he dogs it. We we saw him dog it plenty of times. Um, yeah, they lost. Okay, no, they did uh, not get. They did not get shut out. Sorry, no, they, they got shut out the last two, two games. games in a row. Yeah, they scored six runs on Friday, and then they lost anyway. But that's come. They lost two or three to the Nationals. They lost all three to the Marlins. And now they won the first two against the Nationals. Yeah, I'm gonna go all the way back to the Brewers sweep. I like the Brewers a lot. So I, every time oh, they're I get, a wagon. Yeah, every time I get the chance to mention that the Brewers swept the Mets, I think I'm going to. And no, it's not going to get any easier. They got the Tigers coming up next. You don't want to play the Tigers. You don't want to let them get hot. And they stink too, right? Yeah, no, they're terrible. Everyone's terrible. I, I, we don't see it that often because we're, we're the Yankees. We have the Red Sox right across town. We have the Astros in the West. Like We don't really get that there are teams that are just not even playing the game of baseball. Like The Orioles are one of them. We see them plenty, but like we don't really... 
I don't think we fully embrace the fact that there are people who watch the Orioles every day. Like this is their life. That's true. Like we could be doing an Orioles podcast. Exactly. Well, I don't think I don't think that would do anything. I think I'm that just would saying, like like our lives could be that bad. I'm I'm gonna look tomorrow. Pretty, to our like, our lives are still podcast. pretty shitty, but like at least we're not doing an Orioles podcast in our spare time. Yeah. <laughs> we're winning. We're winning. It's it makes it tough to talk, but it's a lot more like fun. Like no one listens, but at least like we get to talk about like a winning team. Like no one was listening and we were talking about the Orioles. That'd be kinda hard to explain yeah. to friends. And we also we spend so more than half like, talking to the mic for forty five minutes about the Literally Orioles, nothing. Like the last place team. Yeah. yeah what they it's do pretty this cool, week, you know, once lost. a week we, we sit in our apartment with all the lights off and the only reflections you can see are the lights and the computer screens illuminating <laughs> our faces. Well, Rob just sits there and stress eats different types of food. And James James, just, James keeps drinking. Mm. Oh, we're missing Gary Thorne's home run call. Oh, man. I'm sure it's gold. It, it really has to be like, I don't know. I, I got nothing left. It's, this is, it's too many times. How many times can you call the same person's home Why run? Why are they still throwing to him in a 7-5 to five game? I don't know. Intentionally walk him. I know there's a man on first base. This is like a Barry Bonds situation where it doesn't matter if the bases are loaded. You just you don't let him have a bat. You can't. You just with what he's done to you this year, you can't throw the ball to him. He's north of three hundred. It's dumb. He's north of three hundred. That's pretty cool. Good for him. It's absurd. Eleven games, batting four eighty eight, ten home runs, thirteen RBIs. That is just some respect for yourself as a pitcher. Is that just? Yeah, that's just this season. This season versus the Orioles. Jesus God. Henry's numbers are just as good, and they keep pitching to him too. What are you doing? I mean, that pitch isn't even close. Whoever's behind home plate tonight is unbelievable. Todd got called out on one earlier. That's not even close to the strike zone. Not even close. Todd? Sorry, Clint. Clint, okay. I was going to say, that's different different Frazier. Oh, boy. Oh, Glaber. That's that's the thing that pisses me off. Everyone says it's one strike, but it just completely changes the at bat because you're going from three zero and you're not your even. Changes your whole mentality. Changes your whole stance yeah. on the at bat. That's the difference between three zero and all right. I have to actually hit it could now. Be, yeah, it could be three and one right now in theory. And then you know you're seeing a, a fastball is coming down the pipe on three zero. That's what it he's is. Got to throw a strike or close yeah. to the plate at least. But see, he, he, comes back and he gets the strikeout because of a bad call. That's it. Packing oh. it up. Bullshit. All right. Um, staying on the Mets. Uh, I don't want to say that this was our idea, but Dom Smith is getting reps in the outfield now. They have to. I mean, <laughs> like Dom Smith and J.D. Davis have to keep playing. Yeah. I don't understand it. Like, why is this so hard to figure out? Couldn't, like, uh, I don't, don't I mean, We did figure it out. We figured it out weeks ago. We I'm, were like, it, how is yeah, Dom I, Smith? I, I, don't say is, I don't understand why this can't be figured out. Like I said, they put we tried to put Greg Bird at third base. You can't find a spot for Don Smith in the lineup. No, you got to find something. This is why we need the universal DH. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But and Edwin Diaz is now allowed to pitch more than three outs. Absurd rule. What what were they thinking? There was a rule that they weren't letting him pitch. It was a hard rule. Hard rule. Not like it. And this wasn't. This isn't coming from like ownership or like the GM or anything. This is Mickey being like, "What are you? What are you talking about? He's our ninth inning guy." We throw him to get the save. What a disaster that is over there. My God. I was like, what do you mean? If you have a great matchup at the at the end of the eighth inning and you say, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna push my closer one extra out today. 
because I know they got the bottom of the lineup coming out in the ninth, and we need to get this guy out right now because we're in some deep shit. So I'm going to have my best pitcher come in and get the most important out of the game right now and then give him a clean ninth inning with the three worst hitters in the lineup. It's it's absurd. This is why he has to get fired. It's a shame, too. I feel like I'm just starting to sound like a Mets fan now. I feel I'm getting worked up about the Mets, and I don't want to. I be- always get so worked up about them. Because they're just my, so dumb. My family are all Mets fans, and I just like feel for them. And I grew up going to Shea Stadium all the time. So it's just like for, I'm just like it it pisses me off because these are simple baseball decisions. It's like what do you everybody knows how to do this? This game has been played for a long time in a certain way. And yeah, numbers are cool, but you know what numbers don't do? They don't get the last guy in the bottom of the eighth out when you have fucking Gazelman out there who gives up a three run jack and all of a sudden you Ooh, lose his that credit game. though has been pitching pretty well. Yeah, but uh, the, the bullpen the bullpen hasn't really been the issue, oddly enough. It, it's going to become the issue, though. Dude, they got that kid Gagnon or something like that. He's a stud. I actually I haven't seen him yet. He came out the other day. He pitched. He just dropped his nuts on the table. Well, that's exciting for the biggest Mets fan in the world, which is me, apparently. That's yeah. very exciting to watch. Um, DeGrom's getting a personal catcher, which is... Meaning? I, I don't, he has Nito is catching for him every game. Every time DeGrom starts, Nito's oh, catching. Oh, that's, like, that's just a thing, though, in baseball. That doesn't they don't really me. do it that much anymore. But the, I mean, every time I hear the word personal catcher, I get flashbacks to Sonny Gray and Austin Romine, and it makes me even more angry. I don't want, I don't want to compare Degrom to Sonny Gray. I always think of John Flaherty and Randy Johnson. Yeah, but see, that's why my brain doesn't go back that far. My brain goes back to last year when Sonny Gray was the most hated person on the face of the earth. Uh, also, Brandon Nimmo went to the IL. Not important. He probably. Tore his hamstring sprinting to first after yeah, a walk. Betty hustled there. Yeah, Betty hustled there. Hustled to the IL for sure. Um, nothing interesting is going on in Boston. Not a single thing interesting happened in Boston this week. Uh, the kids ate a decent amount. Whatever. Who cares? They're two games over 500. They're plenty back of us. Um, all right. Sale has figured it out. Yeah. Um, so just. Uh, oh, Brett, look at this. Is three, that du- three doubles doubles a day. <laughs> three doubles. That's ridiculous. Two hustle doubles, too. Hustle doubles. Well, that's what you're going to get from Brett Gardner. He might not hit the ball, but when he Thompson does, professional. he's going to hustle. Look at this, right may- out of the box. Oh, yeah. That's a play. You know, if you're... if like, you're That's a not a double. <laughs> no, that's not a double at all. But that's a ground out. That's a ground out is what that is. He for sure could have gotten to that ball if he wasn't on the Orioles and being like, what the fuck am I going to dive for right now? What is this? What is coming back in this game going to do for me right now? Nothing. I mean, what are you, what are you supposed to do if you're an Orioles player? What is your motivation to like get up and like try, like really try hard? You're going to get your numbers because you're looking for your next contract. I know the player that they can sign to fix this whole thing. Who? He typically plays left field. I know they have Dwight Smith Jr. out there. They got this left fielder. Ooh. Is it? Is it? I Carl? think I think he can make a big, big, big difference. Who do you think it is? Is it Cargo? No, 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 no. Who no. Is Car- it? Cargo traditionally played right. Who is it? Kurt Newenheis. <laughs> who the fuck is that? You don't know who Kurt Newenheis is? Oh my god! <laughs> hey, oh, wait, he dude. played for the Mets, right? Yeah, now he plays okay. for the Ducks. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's foul. He's right here, dude. 
That's foul. A two-hour train ride. He's there. <laughs> go go dumpster diving on the Long Island Ducks for some for some talent. Oh boy, that was not nice. Yeah. Um, he might still be there. I can't remember if he is or not. Yeah. We mentioned the Marlins earlier, and I saw this story on Cut Four this week. The Las Vegas Aviators, it's Triple A team, have a higher average attendance than the Miami Marlins do significantly. Like almost almost a thousand people a game. Wait, who is this? The Las Vegas Aviators. It's a triple A team. I don't know who their affiliate is, but they have better attendance than the Miami Marlins professional baseball team in the city of Miami do. That's how bad the Marlins are. They can't even outsell a minor league team in Las Vegas from Miami. Everyone loves baseball in Miami. I don't know, man. Uh, what else? Coors Field got covered in snow this week, and I didn't. I didn't care for that. That was dumb. Uh, oh, here's the most, maybe the most important story of the entire week. Uh, uh, Jeff Passan wrote an article that the Braves' eighth pick in last year's draft is going to Japan on a six-year, seven million dollar deal. Instead of he was the eighth overall pick, instead of going yeah, into the buddy, minor March nineteenth, twenty nineteen, Kurt Neuenheis signed with the Long Island Ducks for the Independent Baseball League. You were looking that up this whole time. Oh yeah, baby. I couldn't figure out how to spell Neuenheis, so it took me a bit. Maybe he should go play in Japan and make a six-year, seven million dollar deal. Which is I, I think this is it's like weird. It's one of those things where you see basketball players like Mitchell Robinson for the Knicks just got onto the All Defense second team, and he took a year off after high school to just train because you have to be a year removed from high school by the current rules. So instead of going to college, he said, instead of doing that, I'm going to take a year off and I'm just going to train. So this is kind of the same thing where you're looking at an alternate alternate option for what you usually do. So instead of going through the minor league system and making literally nothing, he would have gotten a $2 million signing bonus and made nothing as a minor leaguer. Now he's going to Japan and he's going to be a free agent at 25. Well, he's basically going to be Shohei Otani, where he can come back and be like, this is my free agent year. I'm 25 years old. Look at who I was in Japan. Which I think is a genius idea. Genius. I, I can't believe more people haven't done this. I can't believe no one thought to do this before. Well, it's kind of like in basketball. And kids just don't go to college. They go overseas to play for a year instead. Yeah. Dude, make some money. Who cares? Yeah. And I think I think it'll become more popular. And by the time these guys make the league, like you don't number one draft pick, like Casey Mize is uh he was the Tigers number one draft pick two years ago. Who the hell he, is that? He was their the one one, the first overall pick for the Tigers. Oh he's, he oh yeah, yeah, I play, he's on their team right now, yeah. Yeah, he threw a no hitter in in his first double A start. But that's the point. It's been two years and this guy's still in double A. He's gonna be twenty four years old because he went to college. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if you're going to say this guy's barely, he's not even at the step right before the big step. And he's the same age as what I'm going to be when I've had seven or six years of professional baseball under my belt and made $7 million. Yeah, well, the thing is after that is like, because he, he makes $7 million, and He comes to the States and he tries to play. You know, he's going to get a contract if he does well. But then if he stinks, he's already made his money. Yeah, that's the point. Let's, let's, let's just guesstimate, okay? Let's say he comes over and signs a contract or whatnot. So at the end of playing his Japan and then coming to the States, I think a conservative number would be he could have made thirteen to fourteen million dollars. Well, not because of arbitration. 
too, because well, I'm just saying he comes over and let's just say he signs like a, a five year contract oh, or whatnot. He comes and... over as a free agent, I would say like a three year, thirty million dollar contract if he's good in Japan. I think that's, I mean, that's a great deal. You're probably getting a good player on a discount. Yeah, and so he's... I'm just saying, let's say he pitches a year or two and he turns out he sucks, right? Yeah. He's walking away, you know, with a crap ton of money. And yeah. It's just like, all right, I suck, but I made twenty million dollars playing exactly. baseball in seven years instead of wasting my time somewhere else. Exactly. And you look at the way that minor league baseball works now and the way that service time works is you could see this guy, he's 18. Let's say it takes him five years to crack the majors. He's 23 now. He's got three years of making $500,000 basically. And then arbitration starts where he's probably, if he's a superstar, he'll make 18 million the last year. And at that point, he's 30 years old. Yep. So no one's going to give him. I love the move. I love it. Genius. I think more people are going to do that. And it's, I I mean, Japanese baseball is big now too. It's not how it used to be where if you play Japanese baseball, you have to be like truly, truly special. You see Japanese players come over all the time now and have success in the league. Fucking Kikuchi was no hitting the Yankees for six innings the other week. And that guy, he wasn't even highly, I mean, he was highly regarded in Japan, but it wasn't like. It wasn't like when Shohei Otani came over and it's like, this is going to change baseball. Like when oh, that fucking guy over. from Seattle that had that ridiculous like high school curveball? Yeah. Um, it was so annoying. That With guy. the fucking glob of pine tar under his head. Yeah. <laughs> Just hide it better, man. This was like the first time he's ever used pine tar and one of his teammates was like, dude, I'm telling you, they really don't care if you use pine tar. And he's just like, sure, I'll just put a whole glob under my hat. Just dip my brim in it. Yeah. I was like, well, that was pretty dumb. Um... Cargo got DFA'd by the Indians. There's another outfielder on the had market. No idea he was in Cleveland. Yeah, he he was apparently really bad for them because Cleveland is, Cleveland's offense is really bad. So if you're too bad for their offense, you have to be real bad. Probably time to hang them up. Um, former Yankee Kirby Yates leads the league in saves for the Padres. You remember Kirby Yates? No. He was on the team in like 2015. He stunk. Over 5 ERA. And this was like, he was like 27 at the time. So it wasn't like he was just a kid learning. Like he was well into the league at this time and he just stunk. And now all of a sudden he's the best closer in baseball. Steroids. Steroids. Maybe. He's 32 now. All of a sudden his ERA is dropping to 172. No, well, just... did you ever see, you know, uh, who, what's the, what was the guy's name? I mean, your knowledge doesn't really go that far back. Uh, played on the Orioles. Anderson was the last name, Grady Anderson or something like that. The guy oh, who he hit like you know fourteen or fifteen home runs a year, and then all of a sudden, like one year, like in the late nineties, he hit like fifty-five home runs or something. In a contract <laughs> year, I bet. So someone was like, he definitely took steroids, but Cal Ripken Jr. swears that the guy never took steroids. He probably never did in front of Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah, he gave plausible deniability. Smart. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Cal, no, I swear, man. I never, I was never on the stuff. It's all about launch angle. You're going to hear about it in 20 years. It's not making a whole lot of sense right now, but I'll tell you, I'm on 27 degrees. I'm telling you, dude. That's all you need. Um, I got Adovito in now, so that means Britain's pitching the eighth and then Chapman the ninth. Yeah. Hopefully we'll lock it down. The bullpen's been a little shaky. I'm pretty worried. Um, what else is important? There's one thing I really want to talk about. I got one. Okay, two more things. One, another rendering of Oakland's future ballpark came out. It looks fucking sick. I didn't see it. It looks It's the most futuristic stadium I've ever seen. They always put these renderings out, and then the ballparks look absolutely nothing like it. Dude, I don't know, man. If it They're, looks like it, I'm sure it's going to be sweet. 
But, yeah, I, I hope I I would go out to Oakland to visit. I, I'm gonna have to go to the Coliseum before. It's just like they they try to. I love the idea that they try to make you know like an all day immersive experience for the fans. Yeah, but it's just so much money inside of the stadiums to spend. Like City Field, I love going to City Field. I love. It. I think it's a great. Ballpark, great, but it's so expensive. Yeah, you know, a beer's like eighteen dollars. It's crazy. Well, it's the so same at Yankee I, Stadium. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. At least I the Yankees single, are good, I'm though. Just, Giving you a specific example. Yeah. Obviously, it's the same at Yankee Stadium, James. Yeah. I'm kidding. I have two more things. Now I have two more things. Um, the Tigers aren't posting score graphics for games that they lose. They're just posting, like, they're just putting, like, pictures over where the score graphic would go. You know I mean, they're just mean? not acknowledging, they're not acknowledging that they, that they lost a game on Twitter. Like, they'll post a, you know, every team after the game, they post a graphic of the box score. Oh, okay. That is, yeah. The Tigers are posting the graphic, but instead of the box score, they just have like a funny picture there instead. And they're just being like, literally nothing happened tonight. I don't, we're just tweeting. And they also made a 69 joke today, which I don't know who's running the social media account for the Tigers, but they're doing a hell of a job. 21 year old intern from yeah. the University of South Carolina, probably. Made a 69 joke yeah. on the Detroit Tigers. He's like, My bosses are going to love this one. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, that was filthy. I got a lot of traction. A slider? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking Frisbee. Uh, all right, last thing. Jared Weaver has been... He retired a few years ago, and now he's living the rich former baseball player's life at the country club, and he's been gassing past Brad's and Chad's at the country club. Like, the, the video came out where they just had a line of dudes who were up there to say, oh, I got a hit off a major league pitcher. He's throwing, like maybe high 70s and just gassing it by all these old dudes. It was hysterical. That's awesome. just, I would do the same thing. Yeah, really enjoying his his post-baseball life to the fuse. The first one Fox he actually threw was a like changeup, which was absolutely filthy. And the guy, all the guys were saying, the, the, the hitter was laid on it anyway. It was a really good changeup, and he was still laid on it. And everyone was saying, oh, this is so funny. He thought that was the gas. Now, he thinks that's the fastest it goes. And then he dialed it up like 10 more miles an hour, and the dude literally just started stumbling out of the box. That's awesome. That was awesome. Just, en- just enjoy your post-baseball life. Um, all right, that's going to wrap it up. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. The Yankees are winning 7-5 right now in the bottom of the seventh. So I'm going to go ahead and end the show as if they have won this game. Woohoo! Congrats. Yeah, way to go, Yankees. Beat the piss out of the Orioles. Adam Adovino locked down. Zach Britton locked down. Chapman locked down. Great win. Glaber and Gary, maybe the two best hitters of all time. Let's keep it rolling. You're just going to bail on DJ like that? Damn. DJ, too. Consensus greatest hitter of all time, but we already knew that. So, peace. Enjoy Memorial Day.